Hello and welcome back to the Social Circle Influencer Marketing Podcast. My name is Becky and I work as Creator Liaison at Social Circle. On the 18th of April, it was announced by Theresa May that a general election in the UK will be held on June the 8th. I have just chaired a meeting of the Cabinet where we agreed that the government should call a general election to be held on the 8th of June. It has been almost a year since May succeeded Cameron's resignation and an incredibly tense year overall for politics in general. Political activist and YouTuber Jazza John made this video summing up the situation which the country has been placed in. So Theresa May has called a general election for like in six weeks time. We saw this coming. Everybody saw this coming. She's going to win more seats, increase her majority and be able to govern. One of the big scary things uh, that makes me concerned is voter fatigue. I'm worried that a lower number of people are going to turn out to vote. Uh, we're exhausted as a nation. I am exhausted talking about this, but I know that uh, it's kind of my job to, you know, inform, help, make sure that you guys go to the polls. What's important for you right now is to find out where you're going to be on the 8th of June, which is the proposed date for the, <laughs> the general election of 2017. And obviously, if you want to stay informed, subscribe here on my channel because I'm going to be doing my best over the next few weeks to give you all of the information. This week, we have been looking at the role of an influencer with regards to politics. With arguably one of the most important elections coming up fast, it's time for us to examine how politics affects our influencers and their audiences and exactly how much influence can this have on the outcome of an election. The fact is, in 2010, 39% of women aged 18 to 24 turned out to vote, compared to 50% of men in the same age group, an 11-point difference. And this is still the smallest age range of women to turn out to vote. The next closest is 54% of 25 to 34-year-old women. And overall, between both men and women aged 18 to 24, only 44% turned out in total, compared to 76% of those aged 65 and over. We can clearly see young people are not using their vote in the same way as the generations above them. So how can we reach these young people? How can we encourage them to engage in decision-making for the future of their country? Creators on YouTube have an unbelievable sway over the younger generations in our country. Young viewers watch two and a half times more internet video than traditional television. We already know 74% of consumers use social media to make purchase decisions. So is the same true of their political persuasions as well? We already know the impact which fake news had on the US election. YouTube legend Casey Neistat's video in the run-up to the US election entitled Who I'm Voting for President addressed exactly that. Hillary Clinton. I will be voting for Hillary Clinton. I avoid talking politics on this channel, on this forum, because politics are divisive. There's always two sides. Republicans and Democrats. There's left and there's right. I can have my opinion and there will always be an opposing one. That is the nature of a healthy democracy. But this is not that. This is about a megalomaniac who's driven by nothing but ego. A man who cares exactly zero about the people of this country. I want to end this by calling out all the big YouTubers. Some I know and some you viewers might know. See, making videos like this, they're not popular, they're not going to get you subscribers, they're not going to boost your view counts. But there is something much more valuable 
than subscribers or dollars, and that's backbone. That is not being scared to stand up for what is right regardless of the cost. The top 20 YouTubers reach over a billion views every single week, every seven days. We have the power to activate a demographic, an electorate that isn't typically very active. All right, I'll see you tomorrow for a fun, happy video. Thank you for your understanding and thanks for the time. The video gained 5.3 million views, however the like to dislike ratio was much more divisive than his usual videos, with 360,000 likes and 270,000 dislikes. His audience was split in the middle, and not only does he staunchly reveal his own political intentions, he challenges all creators to activate their young audiences and not just say vote, but say who they are voting for. However, as we all know, the power of Casey Neistat was not enough to win the election, and we can find the same learnings closer to home in the UK as well. In 2015, Labour leader Ed Miliband made a surprising number of YouTube collaborations, a first for any primary political candidate, and a real step towards showing and proving his dedication to young people and young voters. Russell Brand's Trues channel grew exponentially during the course of the UK election, and his liberal views found an engaged audience and outlet. While he often admitted that the Green Party was perhaps the closest to representing his own political beliefs, he featured and endorsed Ed Miliband on his channel in a 15-minute video and interview. Welcome to the Truths Politics Week continues. We've already done the Lib Dems and UKIP, haven't we? Today it's the turn of Labour. You know from the papers and that Ed Miliband came round here. You know from that photo and all that kind of stuff. So let's see what happened when I spoke to Ed Miliband about the forthcoming election, about Labour and what we should do as a country. It's what I say. It's, it shouldn't be sort of one rule for the richest and most powerful, another rule for everybody else. It's one rule for everybody, and, and that's the sort of society I believe in. Do you? That's because I think that's what a lot of us feel is tough to get purchase on. Like, for example, it's like the, the 850 billion that it cost to bail out the banks in 2008. Mm. Like, during the time since then, we've lost 840 billion to tax evasion. So, like, that's the kind of money that's available to be captured, which in but a way right, sort of challenges I mean, it the It was right to bail out the banks. Right. I mean, I'm, I mean, because we because it wasn't about the banks. It was about ordinary people's savings. And. Uh, and look, we, I think we need to encourage people to, to vote and, and, and be part of that change. Not on the basis, as you say, of giddy euphoria, mm. but on the basis of things can be... Look, look I, I've got a simple idea, which is Britain can be better. The Tories want to say, this is as good as it gets for the yeah. country. And this isn't as good as it gets for the country. This can't be as good as it gets for the country. And I think that is about where the stakes are. What I heard Ed Miliband say is if we speak, he will listen. So on that basis, I think we've got no choice but to take decisive action to end the danger of the Conservative Party. There's loads of things I could moan about, but what's important is this bloke will be in Parliament and I think this bloke will listen to us. So on May the 7th, vote Labour. On May the 8th, more democracy, more democracy, more power, to more communities. And Russell Brand wasn't the only one to have the honour of the Labour candidate on his channel. Twins Nikki and Sammy featured him on their channel in a video in which they encouraged young voters to vote. Okay, so we're going to go straight into it. Yeah. A lot of young people are going to be voting for the first time yeah. ever. Mm. Can you give them the reason to vote? Many reasons to vote. Look, the, the most important reason why people should vote is the people that turn up and the people that decide how the country's run. And there are so many issues at stake for young people. You know, look, you expect me to say vote Labour, and I'm going to say, I'm going to. You know, we're going to cut the tuition fee from 9,000 to 6,000 pounds. We're going to guarantee apprenticeships for young people. 
Who is older, Nigel Farage or Brad Pitt? Well, I would guess Nigel Farage, but you're going to tell me I'm wrong. Brad Pitt's actually older. Brad Pitt is actually older. Well, there, there right? you go. Sad time. There it? you go. Yeah. Sad time. Everyone just like mind farted. They keep the video as politically neutral as they can whilst featuring him and discussed some broad and fairly surface questions. However, they do not hardline admit in the way which they are planning on voting. And the same again for Louise Pentland, aka Sprinkle of Glitter. Aloha, Sprinklerinos. Today I'm here with a very unusual guest, Ed Miliband. Welcome, hello. Thank you very much. Nice. Good to be with you. Thank you very much. Before we start the video at all, just like to let you know, it's not who you should vote for. That's not what we're trying to do, just to let you know why you should vote in case you are of voting age and you're thinking about it or you're thinking about not. What's the most important thing about our party? We're trying to stand up for everybody in our society, not just a few people at the top of the country, mm -hmm. the, the richest and most powerful. You know, we're trying to stand for ordinary working people. That's what we've always done. While not necessarily the most typical collaboration for the lifestyle-based influencer, her collaboration with Miller Band left for a fairly neutral video encouraging viewers to use their vote in general, no matter who for. Again, Miliband did not win the election, however, there are of course contributing factors to both Miliband and Clinton's failures that go beyond the power of the influencer. And the inclusion of influencers in a politician's political strategy has only just begun, it is very much still early days yet. With June the 8th approaching quickly, content creators are already keen to get involved. It is rare for a creator to openly admit who they are intending to vote for, but it is almost unanimous that all creators have urged their followers to register to vote. Voter apathy in young people still has a long way to go, but I believe that creators connecting with their audiences on a peer-to-peer -peer level will have an enormous impact on the future of politics. Another concern to contend with is just how politically informed are the influencers themselves? Is it irresponsible of them to preach any political bias if they are not wholly informed themselves? All in all, I believe that encouraging a notoriously difficult demographic to engage to think about their vote is no bad thing. I only hope that the trend of including politics in creators' content only continues. I've been Becky, thanks for listening.